Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is David Michael. And I'm technology expert Michael Carter. And he's full of shit. But we are Ridiculously Bored. Just for the record, David, I haven't been full of shit since I went to the doctor a couple weeks ago. <laughs> you can listen to that old episode if you're interested. <laughs> My how witty of you. <laughs> yes. So it appears funny. You think putting a trigger warning in front of an episode is beneficial, right? Because it covers us. It gets people the information. What it turns out with a group of friends of mine is... This is the episode I need to listen to. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have had two different friends tell me that based on what the episode said, they were like, yeah, I got to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I guess we've gotten to the heart of American consumerism and we know what people want. Yes. They want poopy stories. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, let's go over some questions slash technical corrections from last episode. So... Um, it appears your um, what I consider a little bit of a QAnon rant in the beginning was very well received from the few people who provided feedback. So I can't be the only one that's having this issue with other people, right? That was the basically the general comment I got. <laughs> like I, it was, I, but I've met people that are like, "Oh, I've heard of like these these QAnons, but I've never actually met one," and that blows me away because I have like you know a lot of them. Yeah. So I, I, think, I thought I'd give you that because when we were recording, I was like, oh, man, <laughs> this is not going to go well. <laughs> we are in, I thought it was interesting to say this, we are in actually 41 states we have listeners. I was able to dig that information out of our, um, our tracking software that uh, provides Does it go, it goes down to the state level? I never it, even it, actually clicked on the like, Yeah, the I was playing around with it the other day. It actually goes down to the state level. So why are um, we not in 50? That's my question. I don't know. But in some of the countries that we're in, we're in more than one location, which means right. it's not just you know a family of people who listen around the kitchen table. I, I'd assume that's what you do in these other countries. But, interesting. Um, so yeah, I thought that was interesting. That is very interesting. And Welcome people from, I don't know, Idaho. Yes. Idaho. Was Idaho one of them? I'm sure it was Idaho, Utah. We, yeah, I'm sure. Probably not. I don't think I'm thinking of Idaho. Last time I was in Idaho, which by the way, I absolutely loved. We went to Sandpoint, Idaho, and then we went to Coeur d'Alene. Coeur d'Alene happens to be like a very hardcore, like Republican contingent. So uh, if we had anybody in, in Coeur d'Alene, I don't think they're listening anymore. Fuck you, Coeur d'Alene. <laughs> <laughs> You're the West Coast Philly now, Coeur d'Alene. <laughs> All right. So also on the same vein of uh, corrections from prior episodes, Multiple times you re referred to Sudan as the Sudan. Okay. Okay. Uh, which apparently is not correct. I didn't know that, but apparently it's not correct. I was corrected multiple times by multiple people. Uh, and apparently that wore off on me because I believe I referred to Ukraine as the Ukraine. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't remember doing it, but apparently we did. And I, I hardly ever go back and listen to prior episodes. So I'll just take their word for it. But apparently that's offensive to Ukrainians. Really? Because, and I don't know this, I haven't fact checked this, but apparently that is what they were called when they were a part of the Soviet Union. So right. the Ukraine is not the preferred way to address 
Ukrainians or Ukraine. So, so, you live so we, we apologize to the Sudan and the Ukraine, but <laughs> your friends who told you could go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I have one special request. If we could just avoid Jeffrey Epstein in any episode, I think that's the best way to go <laughs> based on last one. All right, let's get into it. David, you were on your traveling basically your sixth maybe trip of the year i lost count man i call them vacations you somehow try to sell them as work trips but yeah how was your travel last week it was good went to chicago the uh my cop my my coffee my company is based out of chicago so um i'm trying to get out there once a quarter and hang out and we have an office that on a good day probably seats 50 people and like no obviously since the pandemic like no one's been going to the office particularly in bigger cities and uh one day i think it was wednesday we had like i want to say 25 people in the office which i can't remember the last time that had happened so that was awesome to see everybody we had a great time um got some work done got some uh some play time done went out and and drank a few uh cocktails with my buds that i work with and uh stayed at a good friend of mine's house they were absolutely awesome and we just we kind of, uh, you know, it, you know, it, it's funny you should say like vacation. It, it felt like a little bit of a vacation because one, you're in a different place, but two, like you're, you're hanging out with people that you don't get to hang out with very often. So, uh, so yeah, so I, I, I now have a new best friend. So sorry, I didn't want to let you know, but you know. next week episode will be a new co-listener. <laughs> Actually, my new best friend is a dog. Presenter, sorry, new co-presenter. Do you get a new dog? No, my buddy's dog. For some strange reason, I have this thing with a, with dogs, and don't I, you're, I just gave you fucking material oh, for the next five please, episodes? Please, please keep going. <laughs> I got stuff to say already. No, every time I go there, she just absolutely goes nuts, and for some reason, like has to like sit on my lap and like you know be around me all the time. So obviously, it's fun and it's awesome. I'm a little little bit allergic, but I was good at my meds, so it wasn't uh, wasn't too bad. But uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a dog whisperer apparently. I told you putting peanut butters on your balls would help make that dog more friendly. Yeah, the problem is you just can't like it doesn't wash off very easily, so like the the flavor stays there for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I know that from experience. What? All right, moving on. <laughs> So, David, a couple uh, episodes ago, you had talked about how you had all these old computers lying around and you set them up and you were going to start crypto mining and things like that. My crypto farm, yeah. Yes, your crypto farm. Um, Unlike me, who probably throw away or dispose of my old computers the proper way, I'd like to point that out. I go through the recycling program that's out there. And I'm sure some guy in the Sudan is using my old hard drive (laughs) and accessing my accounts. but And probably jerking off to your porn. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, I saved that stuff. <laughs> um, that's in the cloud now. Got so it. how did you end up doing from your crypto mining? Are you still doing it? Is it still in process? What happened? So apparently, old computers don't mine crypto very well. And it's not that they can't. Uh, it's that mining crypto, for some reason, the calculations that are needed to be done when mining crypto require the GPU, which is a graphics processing unit, as opposed to a CPU. Most people know this. When you buy a computer, like the amount of memory that you have on your GPU is important if you're gaming, because games use lots of, they do lots of polygon calculus and lots of calculations that are required in order to render a a scene in a game. Uh, Probably getting a little too technical. That tends to lend itself really good to crypto mining. Um, Of course, all of my old computers don't have gpus or at least gpus with a ton of memory so when you mine crypto you can tell it to just use the cpu 
which is typically fine, except you're overworking the CPU and they tend to give off a shit ton of heat. So in my office, I had like five or six computers all lined up, all doing CPU crypto mining. And it added like 12 degrees to the temperature <laughs> in my fucking office. And your office is for obviously the people who don't know, relatively good size. It's probably about 12 by 12, right? It's not a small office. Yeah, it's a decent right? size office mm -hmm. and it's pretty well ventilated too. Although because I record a lot of music in here, it is um, soundproofed. So I've soundproofed all the walls and that stuff doesn't breathe, right? So that adds to the heat. So what ended up happening, and I, I didn't do like a full on like Excel spreadsheet analysis, but between the cooling costs that were required to keep my office livable and the energy costs that were required to run an additional six computers alongside me, there's no fucking way I made money on that entire endeavor. So I, I started to do the math and I'm just like, fuck this shit. And I just, I shut them all down. I'm like, fuck it. You I'll have just made, buy it like the normal person. You have made the new millennials version of a technology sweatshop is what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I figured they're just sitting around doing nothing. I might as well put them to use. And right. yeah, ended up costing me more money. Now you're like, if I actually just put them away, I'll save money. So <laughs> On the bright side, I now have like 74 million shares of Shiba Inu. <laughs> Hopefully that does something. So uh, in the last week, <clears throat> maybe in the last two weeks, CNN, CNN Plus started and closed. So have you heard about this endeavor, right? It was a $300 million development cost to launch CNN Plus. Wow, I feel like $300 million is nothing these days for a media company. That sounds so underwhelming to me. Well, it's. I think it's nothing if the thing was around for a while. Right? <laughs> so I, I equate CNN Plus made Crystal Pepsi look like a home fucking run. And for the, the people who are too <laughs> young Coke. on this. Yeah, a new Coke. The people who are too young on this, uh, listening to this podcast, who don't know what Crystal Pepsi is. Pepsi came out 30 years ago. They came out with this new drink, revolutionary. We were going to take the color out of Pepsi and we were going to call it Crystal Pepsi. And no, wasn't Pepsi clear? It was Crystal uh, Pepsi. At first, it started at Crystal Pepsi, and then it came back a couple years later as Pepsi Clear, both bombed. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So the idea was they were going to come out with this. It was going to be revolutionary. They thought it would take Pepsi off the market. It bombed, like colossal bomb, only to be one-upped by New Coke. Oh, that's so a great marketing story. New Coke, it appears, did tons of marketing research, many years of time asking people this specific question would you be interested in a new flavor of coke yeses all around always got yeses the problem as it turns out they never asked to quote an old game show because i'm going back in time here a little bit the sixty-four thousand dollar question was would you drink it instead of regular coke which became coke classic and now again is just called coca-cola they seem to have never asked that question for anybody. So Coke rolls out this new product. They call it New Coke. They stop production of the old one. And New Coke is a massive fucking failure. Mm -hmm. So much so that Coke is in a tailspin, not only in marketing, um, but in public perception, in stock value. They turn around. They bring Coke back as Coke Classic. Um, slowly but surely, Coke, New Coke goes away, and they, they acknowledge kind of it never happened. So I'm actually going to tie two stories I wanted to talk to you about today. So, uh, and we'll get to you if you have any comments on CNN, but 
Coke is now trying some new flavors, just limited time. They're not making them as permanent additions, but they have this new flavor called Starlight Space Flavor. What the fuck is that? Like, how, that doesn't tell me anything about the flavor. Either does trying it, as it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> because I tried it, and I'm like, wow, this is fucking terrible. So oh, it's geez. actually been sitting in my car for like five days. I can't finish it. <clears throat> so, so are you a Coke or a Pepsi guy? Um, I'm a I'm a bigger fan of Diet Mountain Dew. I'm trying to stay away from that because yeah, it's, but like it's not for good colas, for your body. Like, <clears throat> same with me, but like, or, you know, if you if you were to drink a Coke or uh, a cola, do yep. you prefer Coke? You prefer Pepsi? Don't really care. Like if I go to the store and I say, "Can I get a Coke?" and they're like, "We only have Pepsi," I'm like, "That's fine," or vice versa. But they're so, so distinctly different. Yeah, but you know what it is? Fountain soda at places usually isn't that great. When I tend to buy soda for home. I tend to buy the like the zero or diet cherry flavored. So again, I don't think it matters if it's Coke or Pepsi. If, but I will say, I tend to buy Coke more often than Pepsi. Mm-hmm. But I don't really have. I don't think I have a preference. Interesting. So I don't know this for sure, but one of the reasons I think they went with new Coke, which was billed as like a sweeter version of Coke, was because the people that liked Pepsi liked it because it was sweeter than coke mm-hmm. right and and if you remember at the time pepsi was killing it on the marketing they had this generation next campaign and and their commercials were very memorable and just all over the place and they had celebrities so coke was was really struggling with that so so they tried to replicate the flavor of pepsi in new coke and as it turns out like people are just one or the other they're not there are very few people like you that are like oh, i'll just take whatever like if I'm out and I'm like, hey, can I get a Diet Coke? And they're like, we only have Pepsi. I'll either not get it or I'll get it just because I'm really in the mood for something that's got carbonation and I don't want to drink like a regular drink. So I, that's, it's pretty interesting that that you're like kind of, you could care less because most people are diametrically opposed to the opposite. Yeah. And your ex-wife, I remember used to love Coke, I don't know, like Circle K or 7-Eleven, yeah. It had to be a very specific vending machine. Like it yeah. had to be from the dispenser. Right. had to be like a Circle K like dispenser that you put in like the 64 ounce cups. Yeah. And I actually think that's more the norm. Like you said, they'd say that cigarette brand loyalty followed by soda brand loyalty are supposedly two of the highest loyalty rates in the world. Yeah. But- I don't know, but next time I have a, a Coke and I smoke a Marlboro or something, I'll let you know. <laughs> um, I'll call you Bob. So, so I we've I mean, it's amazing how quickly we can get off topic. CNN, yeah, CNN, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So you're you're kind of it sounds like you're relatively like eh, it's a it's a pimple on the ass. Let's just move on. But fucking tons of people got fired over this. Well, so, so $300 million for one is like, that's less than it costs to make a fucking Marvel movie, right? So I still don't think that's a lot of money. Number two, and, and this is going back on the whole conspiracy theory thing, like major news networks have taken such a beating over the last five to six years. I don't understand why they would try and do anything 
it sounds like the plus is a is a is a paid like prescription subscription yes, based correct. model, right? Who the fuck is gonna pay for that? Well, it appears it appears no one. <laughs> yeah, people don't already try. This is why their marketing department needs to fucking hire me. People already don't trust the brands. Like, and it, it's not just CNN. It's MSNBC. It's Fox. It's anyone who has a bias, a known bias, right? So, CNN historically has been liberal. Um, you know, uh, Fox historically conservative msnbc historically liberal you could just go down the line they all have biases in fact you can you can google it there's a chart of every news network and it like puts them on the the spectrum of you know liberal versus conservative bias anyone that has a bias is is just falling out of favor with most american consumers because they just don't trust the source they they think that anything you say is going to be twisted to confirm the bias, whether it be liberal or conservative. And to some extent that's been proven true. So to see one of these networks actually spend money to create a service that people are going to pay for to get biased news, it just doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Yeah. And I, and I go back to, I believe what's considered the world's oldest profession, porn and uh, prostitution. prostitution. Yeah. Why? It's just, and, and I, look, I know, I know we went from mainstream media so now I'm going to go to internet private filter porn, but yeah, but come on, anyone who's listened to the show totally expects this. Yeah, and and they're looking forward to it. Um, <laughs> why would somebody pay for OnlyFans when you can go to Pornhub and get free porn? Like I just because, I don't understand it. Oh, I I I get this. So right. when you subscribe, what do you get out of it? <laughs> uh, I don't subscribe. Um, however, if I knew somebody that had an OnlyFans account. I would subscribe in a fucking heartbeat just because I'm curious. Oh, okay. So, so that's different. Like you, you hear that your neighbor has an OnlyFans account. Yes. I'm paying for that as well. Like I'll give you <laughs> half of the money. I don't have an issue with that. I, so I agree with that. That's a little bit different. I'm just talking about in general. Is it though? In general. Like why would you go to OnlyFans.com or whatever site is when you can go to a free site and see the exact same stuff that you want? Well, the, the stuff that you get on OnlyFans is supposed to be unique. Obviously, somebody's copying it over to like Pornhub or whatever, and that's illegal. They shouldn't be doing that. And Pornhub's probably removing it once they figure out that it's there. So yeah, I mean, if you want to get it for free, I'm sure you'll get it, and then it'll be there for a little period of time, and then it'll, it'll get, uh, get removed. But here's the thing. Uh, when celebrities do it, I mean, haven't you ever been like, oh, man, if, if she was ever in Playboy, I would totally buy that issue right? That's, it's the same thing. It's okay. So wait, I can pay and get access to see this woman that I've seen in movies all the time, naked or half naked. I don't even know. I've never been to OnlyFans. I assume it's all like porn. And I've shit. Never, I haven't either, but I just know that there's this one chick. What the hell's her name? It's interesting she, that neither of us said we've never been to porn up. <laughs> 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 so much so that when you hear like the Pornhub uh, like theme song somewhere in the, in the wild, you're like, yeah, you can. <laughs> you're just like your neck snaps around. I have um, plenty of windows open. You can hear me clicking now going to Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> 
in fact, that's a that's like a joke. Like I've seen like a meme where people will like play the uh, the theme song to like the beginning of like a Pornhub video and see if their partner like like jumps up and recognizes that. Oh, over the last thirty years, there is standard issue porn music, right? That's mm-hmm. that's for sure. But no, but like all right. So going back to your famous celebrity person, whenever and look, I know now we're just going to sound like creepy old men, but whenever I hear a celebrity has like a photo leak or something like that, I just I open up in private filter. I Google their name and either nude, naked, celebrity leak, whatever, and you can find it somewhere. And and so to clarify, I didn't mean the same thing you can see on Pornhub. So if you can see like Ashley from Wisconsin on Pornhub, I didn't. I mean on uh, OnlyFans, I didn't mean go to Pornhub.com and watch Ashley from Wisconsin. I just meant whatever she's offering you, you can see somebody else do on Pornhub. Yeah, but that's the thing. I, I think people want to see that specific person, yeah. butt naked ramming cucumbers up their ass right yeah. right wouldn't David you pay extra for that i think i told this story before when i was in college i went to so there was a bar in new rochelle um near, pretty close to the church actually and it was a regular bar for a long time regular bar for a long time then became a little bit of a dance club then for some reason became a strip club are we talking about the crazy horse uh n- n- no, I think it was called Illusions. Um, oh. Crazy Horse is a couple further blocks away from the church, but same area. I think it was called Illusions originally, okay. and it became a strip club. Very short period that it was a strip club, but it became a strip club. And me and some of the guys went there, and one of the girls in my fucking college class was on stage, which was extremely awkward for her. <laughs> like I'm like for like, her, yeah, not yeah. for you. I was gonna say, <laughs> I'm like, I will see you Monday. But less than I've seen you today. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, I, I get the allure of if it's somebody you know personally or have a connection to somehow. But I, I don't know. The whole, like, celebrity I got to pay to see them naked, that's not for me. Go ahead. Yeah. Do, do you remember Sue's Rendezvous? Very, very, very well-known club in Mount Vernon. Um, you can hear it in quite a few uh, rap songs, including a couple of Wyckoff songs. White so that, I've never been songs. there. That was a strip club, right? Yes. But I, I heard that was like the shadiest of all shady strip clubs. Like that was where they had the champagne room and like you actually got what you expected in the champagne room. Yeah. Unlike have, Vegas where the champagne room just costs you two grand and you get nothing. I have never been to that back room at Sue's. Um, when we were younger, anytime there was a bachelor party, that's usually where you would go. Um, but it is, you're right, it is very well known for that. Um, if you listen to, ironically enough, the song's called Stripper Song by Wyclef, he gives a shout out to Sue's Rendezvous in there. And it's, it's a very well, look, there's a lot of, for people who don't know this, right? Mount Vernon is Stone's Throw from New Rochelle. And there is a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of rappers who have come out of Mount Vernon. Just off the top of my head, Puff Daddy, Heavy D, Wyclef, uh, actors, Denzel Washington has come out of Mount Vernon. So there's a lot of people who've come out of Mount Vernon, and it, there's a lot of people who've rapped who've come out of there. So it, it gets a lot of play in the, uh, the song slash rap world. Yeah, that's interesting. So, yeah. So um, NBA playoffs are in full force. Yes. I know you don't have a, a pony in the race, but uh, I do. And I was watching the uh, Phoenix Suns game the other day, and, and Chris Paul had the game of all games. He had a perfect game, which uh, doesn't happen very often, if ever. And I think he went 14 from 14 from the field, and he was 4 for 4 for free throws, and he had 33 points. So everyone was obviously making a big deal about it. 
Yep. So they're doing this post interview and he's sitting next to Devin Booker and you know, Devin Booker says, I will never have a perfect game because I believe in the heat check. So I'm like, what the fuck is a heat check? So apparently if somebody thinks they're hot on the floor, the play will get called to feed that guy the ball and he'll take a fucking, you know, a crazy shot, whether it be like five feet behind the three point line or, you know, running like diving jumper or just crazy shit, right? Just to see if they're hot. I never knew this was a thing, but guys do it apparently all the time. And, and it could be just their excuse for when they miss a shot that they probably shouldn't have taken you know, a highly contested shot, but apparently there's this thing in the NBA called the heat check. And it's just, Hey, feed me the ball. I think I'm hot. And they take these fucking crazy shots. And if it goes in, then guess what? They're getting the ball for the next five minutes until they miss. You know, it, it doesn't surprise me that it has a name. I never really thought about it having a name, but you see it all the time when these guys are like, they just seem to be can't miss. You see it a lot in the past with Steph Curry, um, Clay Thomas, uh, there's uh, some or guy Clay Gallinari. Thompson. There's a Clay Thompson. There's a few other guys who like are normally three point shooters. That's where you see it the most. Yeah, and you see it all the time. Once they hit a couple, you do see the ball going to them more. People are like, "Fuck it, he's got the hot hand. Let's just keep giving him the ball." Um, yeah. But it makes sense. Like, yeah, look, I, I didn't know there was a name for it, and I didn't know that it was like an actual thing. So I just I love finding stuff about like sports that I just because I've been playing basketball my entire life, you know, and just that just was never a thing. So now it's a thing. It's interesting. All right. Now we know. If you don't know, now you know. Game on. Um, so you've talked about that game, Elgin? Elden or Eldin Ring. Elden Ring. Elden Ring, yeah. Right. So, so much so that I'm like, you know what? I want to get an Xbox um, so I can play the game, right? Because I love Zelda. Uh, another friend told me that um, her boyfriend has it and it's very, she thinks I'd like it because I talk about Zelda a lot. Yeah. So, so it appears with the pandemic or the endemic, depends on who you are and where you want to say it goes, we're not getting into it. Um, Xboxes and all technology things are hard to get. Yeah. And so much so that there's actually a pretty big markup on them. So Yeah, there's also a chip shortage that's been going on for yes. the last two years of parts coming out of China. So anything that requires certain like processor and transistor type chips is, is really hard to get a hold of. Yeah, but yet David's opening a crypto mining uh, shop in his house. <laughs> um, <laughs> Costing so, me money. So I've been looking for about a week on all these different sites, including eBay, and everybody. <clears throat> so the, the item is supposed to cost about 500 bucks. That's the list price, 500 bucks for the one I looked at. Everybody has it from basically 650 and up. And so if you go to actually Microsoft uh, store or Microsoft's homepage, whatever it is, and you look, there's two options there. And one of them is check availability at retailers. And so I checked, everyone sold out, sold out. So I did that for a week or so. And then on, what's today? On Friday night, I think it was. Friday night, I go in and there was another button there that wasn't just check retailers availability. It was basically buy from Microsoft. <laughs> so that wasn't there the first time? It, I do not remember seeing it there the first time because I've in the past bought stuff directly from Microsoft, so I was surprised that it wasn't there. So if it was there, I missed it, but I don't think it was there. You know, every time I have the option to buy direct, I usually don't take it because typically they feed the retail outlets before they, they, they send shit out themselves. 
And usually you don't get the same benefits, right? Like if I buy from Amazon, I get free shipping. It's free two-day shipping. So I get it really fast. If I buy, like in your case from Microsoft, they send it fucking UPS ground. And like yes. I got to wait two weeks for it. And you also usually, because like one of the things, it's the Apple situation. You can't usually offer a discount on your website if you also sell it for to other entities, right? So like iPhones, you can get cheaper if you go to like Verizon and things like that. Then usually you can get them from Apple. Right. So, but the fact of the matter is, it's a five hundred dollar item. I, I press the other button. It's like you have fifteen minutes to complete your order, and I'm like, okay. So I go through it, and I'm like, there's no way this is fucking gonna work. I know this. They're gonna give me blue balls. I'm gonna get near the end, and they're gonna be like, ah, sorry. <laughs> so I do it. I hit purchase. Uh, transaction can't be processed. I'm like, you gotta fucking be kidding me. I'm like, I knew this was gonna happen. So I was like, I was just staring at it, and I'm like hit purchase again <laughs> and it goes through okay. and, it, and it's it's on the way so nice. i was pretty excited about that like so have you ordered the game yet well i need the system first oh you're gonna download it yeah <clears throat> i'm gonna download it you suggested which I, I probably agree with i uh most of my switch games other than my son who comes downstairs at you know friday night at 8 30 and is like i want this game can i get it now i want to play it mm -hmm. now i'm just like fuck i right, buy it online i usually tend to buy them the hard copy so i can resell it later Mm -hmm. You know, that's one thing they don't fucking talk about. These digital downloads, how much money these companies are saving to sell you the same fucking thing. Yeah, they don't have the to print the, the marketing materials and yeah. the discs and all that shit. Yeah. So, you know, you, the cases you get are pretty basic. But, you know, like when I bought Zelda, you got the case, you got the chip inside, and the the front package also had any instructions they were given on the back of it. Like there was... Yeah. But still, so the there's thing about there. this game is uh, they don't tell you a whole lot. Like they literally just throw you out in the middle of nowhere. And, and it's, it's, I'm going to warn you, it's a very difficult game, but most creatures you can just run past. You don't have to like destroy. Like I always go through the game where I'm like, Hey, if something's in front of me, I have to kill it. Uh, this game, you can just run past, I would say 90% of all the creatures that are there. So that makes it a lot easier, but it's very, very difficult. In fact, the beginning of the game, they throw you in front of a boss. And you're meant to die so that you can kind of continue the story. So just FYI, when you get there, you're like, oh, fuck this. Yeah, well, when I need to, I'll call Let Me Solo Her and uh, help me, <laughs> me or she. So the, the other thing is, though, when I've played these games like Zelda, I'm more than willing to try as long as I can on my own. But if I just get super frustrated, I end up YouTubing like, oh, no, I have my iPad. Give me up. something alongside my monitor when I'm playing this game because there's a wiki, right? You'll you'll type in Elden Ring and the first thing that will come up is a wiki and it literally has every weapon, everything, every boss in the game. It gives you hints on like how to best defeat them, what their weaknesses are. You will use that. Gotcha. I, I don't even like... You, you're going to last 15 minutes of trying not to like Google shit because it's that hard. This is like oh, one of the hardest games I've ever played. You've also forgot about the option of phone a friend. I'd be like, David, what's going on here? <laughs> oh, and sadly, I will know, because I told you, I, I still haven't beaten the boss. Two reasons. One, fucking hard. Holy shit, I've tried like 30 times, and I, I've died every time. But two, I'm also like, hey, I don't have this weapon yet, or I don't have this talisman yet. or you know. So I'm actually like going and getting shit in the hopes that it'll make beating the final boss really easy. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Do... um. Do you go, going from video games to, do you go to museums a lot? Do you like going to museums? No, when I lived in D.C., because they were all free, 
Um, and there like to a go. thousand of them. Yeah, like every every museum in the world is is there. Um, I tried to. I don't think I was successful. Um, at least not enough. Like if I, I always told myself if I ever went back, I would go for like a week and just hit all the museums. But no, I mean it's not like I won't. I won't act if I'm bored and there's nothing to do. I'm probably on on my computer <laughs> playing Elden Ring <laughs> as opposed to going out to a museum. Well, you uncultured swine. Uh, um, I, on the other hand. To be honest, I don't go to them either. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> where, bullshit alert, bullshit every, alert. Every once in a while, my wife will make me go to one with her. and so <laughs> Make you go. Yes, that, there's no other word for it. <laughs> yeah, she threatens you with no sex. That's that's how it works. No, because that's just put it on the list. Um, <laughs> no, it's, you know, she doesn't ask for it to go many times. And so she asked me to go. And my cousin sold it to her as like, this is the greatest thing ever. It's the Van Gogh exhibit. It's the immersive van gogh exhibit it's popping around to different towns it's not everywhere it's doing kind of like a limited showing in boston limited showing in new york and then it's bouncing around so obviously for anybody who knows anything van gogh was an artist many years ago ended up cutting off his own ear going crazy all that good stuff but this exhibit which is the part that's pretty cool about it is the immersive experience to it so there's a lot of 3d aspects there's a lot of like they have one of his rooms that he painted that he supposedly lived in and then he painted a, a painting of it Do they, they have, have like it. a 3d model of his ear well no isn't um, he the guy that cut his ear off yes as i just said 10 seconds ago so i'd like oh, to thank he, the I'm listeners not, for I'm listening i'm clearly not paying attention to you right now can, like can you thank, make the story more interesting i'd like to thank the <laughs> listeners for listening because clearly david as the co-host <laughs> is not i hope his new co-host next week uh, uh, appreciates that so the things that are pretty cool about it is like they have the room that he painted and it's a room you can actually go in. So they've painted the room to look like the painting, and you can actually go into it and play with shit there. And then the other thing, because a lot of his art was um, from what he saw. So he lived on this farm for a few years, and he painted- He must have had some fucked up eyes. <laughs> he painted a lot of um, the, the farm. And so what they did, which this is fucking fascinating to me, is- they have a VR goggle set. You know, uh, of course, it's not part of the exhibit. You got to pay an extra five bucks to do it, but that's beside the point. Um, you sit down, you throw them on, you you VR through the farm, and as you're going through the farm, I, like I, I'm not a big art guy. I thought this was so impressive. As you're going through the farm, it brings you to a wooden frame around the natural thing, and then it slowly turns into the painting of it. And they show that about seven or eight things around the farm that he did that on. I thought oh, that was cool. fucking so yeah, that's cool, cool. That that aspect of it. So if the Van Gogh exhibit comes around to your town or in town nearby, and I'm assuming that day Pornhub's down and your internet home connection's down, um, <laughs> I suggest you go to it. I actually enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Though my wife complains that I walk through it too fast because I'm not one like I'm not like oh yeah. That blue is like that's that must be sky blue and and that other blue there that's you know that's Pacific blue. I'm like oh that's nice. Read what's here. Move to the next thing. So yeah, it's like the first time I took you to the Grand Canyon. You're like yep, that's a big fucking hole. Can we go now? That is how I describe it for people <laughs> who are interested. <laughs> so yes. So Van Gogh's the guy that cut his ear off, right? Yes. Oh my. The Alzheimer's uh, the Alzheimer gene is strong with this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. He was. I mean, he died something like 28 years old, like some crazy number like that. Like he was young. He just went nuts and shit. Yeah. So you said when you were in Chicago, you stayed at a friend's place? 
I did. However, my wife, uh, when she first went, so we have some friends there. Um, I work with um, the husband and, you know, she, she has a podcast with the wife. And so we're good friends with them and we hang out with them anytime when they come you know, to town, they stay with us. We've been going to Illinois a lot more than they've been coming here. So, and, and we've been staying with them all the time. So I think we try to be cognizant of not being that that friend that like overindulges every time they're in town because we're in town quite a bit. So she, um, she was going to be there before, before I got there. Cause she had some work stuff to do. So she chose to stay in a, ho- pl- a hotel. She, she chose to stay in a hotel. <laughs> Yeah, got to finish that word. That's that's an important (laughs) syllable there. (laughs) Commas in the wrong place. Oh, I know. Commas save lives. So, um, anyways, but the uh, the event she was going to was at the hotel, so it it made perfect sense to stay in the hotel. And it's a nice hotel. This was not like a shady hotel. This was like a West End, like full on, like upscale four star. So um, she's in her room one night, and she and I are texting. And she's like, oh my God, I think there's a guy in the room across the hall having sex. Um, Cause she, she only hears a guy and, and she's like, it sounds like, it sounds muffled. It sounds like, but, and, and she can hear it in her room. So it's super loud. And she's like, it sounds like he has like a gag in his mouth. <laughs> so she sends me this audio of it and I'm not going to play it, but she sends me this audio of it. Cause this is a family friendly show. Yeah, but you will forward it to me when we're done. Go ahead. <laughs> I will. And and it sounds like some guy is getting, you know, you know, he's having a little little backdoor action and you know. And then it gets weird. Like five minutes later, she's like, Oh my God, it doesn't sound like that anymore. It sounds like murder. Like it sounds like somebody's getting their ass beat or something crazy, right? So she's looking through the peephole and she's trying to figure out what's going on. And, you know, she hears like flopping around. So she's like, all right, fuck this. Like, I'm going to call the hotel. She calls the hotel security and they're like, look, I'll send somebody up to check it out, but you have to call the police. Oh, and I'm like, why the fuck do you have to call the police? Why don't they call the police? It's their fucking hotel. Right. Right. So she's like, all right, fine. So she calls the police, the police show up, they enter the room with the help of hotel security and the room is absolutely trash. And she's looking through the peephole in her door so that she can see this the room is trashed and sure as shit there's a dude like face down on the floor apparently he had a drug overdose and him gagging was him like choking on like vomit or something like that and but like was just tossing and turning throughout this whole room and he absolutely just like destroyed the room he was unconscious and they had to get like a, a stretcher and you know they got the paramedics came and they they pulled him out of the room but um the the ir- irony there she potentially saved a dude's life i don't know if he, he he died or not but she heard them say you know when they got there like hey give me the narcam so that's how like we knew it was a drug overdose but uh like she was so freaked out like she tried to go to sleep that night she couldn't and then our friends were like hey come stay with us so she ended up moving to to our friend's house so she went from being a creepy perverted hoe i think you said <laughs> the hoe in hotel she went from that Honey, i did not call you to, to listening to the guy and and like oh it's sex and stuff like that to potentially saving the guy's life no it, it wasn't like that it was like oh gross it sounds like some dude's having sex next door <laughs> but but you got to hear this <laughs> dude that's some crazy shit man yeah, and we've had really shitty luck with hotels. I t- did I tell you about the time where we were taking the kids on a cruise and we had to stop 
in was like Tampa or Miami yeah. or something like that and stayed at a hotel because the cruise was leaving like 6 a.m. the next morning. <clears throat> and there was a couple like basically filming fucking OnlyFans next to us. Yeah. And it was loud at like 1 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, it gives you a good lead into the kids with the birds and the bees. Yeah, yeah except they're like 18 and 21. Yeah. So um, on a much smaller scale than potential. Uh, we're not talking about your penis again, are we? Yeah, no, 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 please. Uh, you could pay on OnlyFans to see that if you're interested. Um, <laughs> so last night, so I haven't done much in the last eight weeks, right, since the knee surgery. So first four weeks, I couldn't even drive. Five weeks, I couldn't even drive. So I didn't really go out as much and things like that. And we went certain places, but it hurts. Didn't go to dinners, things like that. Last night was a uh, a game dinner, big game dinner, supposed to be. Like in the past, it's been like elk and deer and... You know, when they've had really weird shit, they've had like rattlesnake sausage and stuff like that. This year, it appears they cook what they kill. So it appears the only thing they were able to kill this year was deers. But um, <laughs> so went to the game dinner last night with a couple friends. So Smurf was there. Big Daddy was there. Uh, El Guapo was there. Uh, El Guapo brought one of his kids. I brought my son with me. And so hot chocolate will not. How do you sell that to your son? Hey, do you want to go eat Bambi? Uh, I told him uh, El Guapo's kid was coming. <laughs> is how I sold oh. it, actually. <laughs> Said it's going to be a lot of food and El Guapo's kid's coming. Hot chocolate will not hang out with me the night of a wake, right? He's made that very clear because he feels I've had to keep things bottled up for three hours at the wake. I lose my mind at night, and I'm, like, extra talkative and extra sarcastic and all the things that go along with it. So last night was the first real kind of guy's night that I've had out in a while, so it was me and Smurf and El Guapo had a blast, right? Like we were laughing and joking around and totally inappropriate comments considering our, our kids young teenage kids were 10 feet from us. Um, but Big Daddy, who has known me the longest, he became, in this situation, he became like my wife, who when we go out and I run my mouth, she's just like, yeah, I'm so used to this. Like, I'm over this. He's not funny to me. Like, so we're <laughs> fucking burning the room on fire. And he doesn't even lift his head from his pasta. Like, no comments, nothing. So much so that Smurf couldn't stop laughing just because of that. He's like, how are you not reacting to this? He's like, he just told a story about a dick um, car wash and how it would be slapping the person in the face if they were to be walking through it and you didn't even raise your head from your pasta so because i've heard that one six times before that's why (laughs) i've lived it so it was a lot of fun to have a guy's night out last night haven't done it in a long 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 time so that was a blast and my son wasn't big daddy's birthday not too long ago his birthday was uh thursday night Oh, happy birthday, big daddy. Yeah. I told him, I said, here's your birthday gift, and I gave him a palm full of nothing. I was like, I'm going to get you. You're fucking 50 years old. I'm not getting you shit anymore. So were you the one that held the ruler when they gave him that nickname? Uh, no, I was the one fluffing. Oh, okay. That's not cool, just, man. Just That's curious. not cool. <laughs> Family-friendly show. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the interesting thing is my son got to eat for the very first time. He tried rabbit. He tried deer. So it was pretty good because normally he doesn't eat kind of stuff like that. You can't even get him to try it. But the fact of the matter is they just put the shit in the middle of the, the table and they're like, be back with the next course in 20 minutes. Like so right. you either eat it or you don't. Yeah, I remember uh, going to those with my dad and my uncles as a kid because they were big hunters. All right. David, anything else? No, I just want to let people know that uh, Michael has a new OnlyFans if you want to check it out. It's called Ridiculously Lonely. 
and uh, apparently there's a dick car wash there. So uh, if you're interested in uh, going to visit the dick car wash, uh, ridiculously lonely on OnlyFans. I wonder if that. Then what about if that's a real site? You've now directed somebody to a real site. Uh, then hey, they should give us some uh, some affiliate uh, revenue from that for for traffic, sending traffic there. So why don't we do this instead? Plug our site. <laughs> so we have or. ridiculously yeah we have ridiculouslybored.com. Please like, subscribe, share any of the different podcasts that you listen to, any of the different methods that you listen to. We're on kind of nine or ten different ones. Um, before David cuts me off or makes another dick joke, I'm Michael. Car- With that, I'm Michael Carter. Oh, so like that you just totally fucked up that outro. Like I think we need to do it again. But also, also. If you don't like Michael as much as I don't like Michael, send an email to ridiculouslybored at gmail.com and let us know just how much you dislike Michael. With that, I'm Michael Carter. And I'm David Michael. <laughs> and we are. Go fuck <laughs> yourself, David. Ridiculously <laughs> fucked up. <laughs>